Sunday, seven o'clock, and time for the Scots Whehe Show. And that was Spinning Coin and Feel You More Than World right now from the album Hyacinth, which came out in 2020. And it's a cracking record if you don't know it. Welcome to the Scots Wahey Show on Cam Glen Radio. My name is Ali Braidwood and for the next couple of hours I'll be playing you the very best Scottish music. Some will be old, but most will be brand new. We also have all the regular features Our artist of the week is I Am David Lang, who I'll be talking to, as well as playing both tracks from his new single. Our featured album is Mull Historical Society's double album, In My Mind There's a Room, and I'll play a couple of tracks from it. And we have book, TV, podcast and gig recommendations for you to consider. But each week we start the show off properly with three of the very best new releases. And this week we start with the latest from Lewis McLaughlin. And this is Getting Better. Never could quite see my path 
First of those three new releases was Getting Better by Lewis McLaughlin, which Lewis himself says heralds a new chapter in his musical life. I can't wait to hear what comes next. Then you had The Plastic Youth and Wrong Crowd. Plastic Youth are a Glasgow-based four-piece, and an album is promised in early 2024. Already looking forward to that. And just there you heard Pippa Blundell, and the beautiful sisters, which is taken from the EP of the same name, which is coming out on the 13th of October. And I cannot wait to hear the rest of the EP. Now, someone whose music I feel just gets better and better with each release is Goliath. 
I bumped into Goliath at a recent gig and had a good chat about what's ahead, which I'll share with you soon. But for now, this is a recent release. This is Goliath and Duck and Cover. Oh, I gave myself to love. 
and I don't have shells to crawl into like Bert the Turtle. And that was the recent single from Goliath called Duck and Cover. We move on to our book recommendation for this week and it's a memoir by the poet and writer Don Patterson. It's called Toy Fights, A Boyhood, published by Faber and Faber. Here's a bit from the inside of the book to tell you more about what's going on. Don Patterson was born in Dundee, Scotland in 1963. He spent his boyhood on a council housing estate. When he wasn't busy dreading his birthdays, dodging kids who wanted to kill him in a game of toy fights, working with his country and western singer dad, screwing up in the boys' brigade, obsessing over God, origami, the Osmonds, stamps, sex or Scottish football cards, he was developing a sugar addiction, failing his exams, playing guitar, falling in love, dodging employment and descending into madness. While he didn't manage to figure out who he was meant to be the first 20 years of his life, before he took a chance, packed his guitar and boarded a train to London, did, for better or worse, shape who he would become. Exquisitely sharp, deeply humane and brutally hilarious, Toy Fights is a future classic from one of the greatest writers of his generation. And I guess if you're in the west coast of Scotland or in Glasgow, dummy fights is what we might have called them. And dummy and toy, in case of Don's book, is an in inverted commas, definitely. And I was lucky enough to interview Don Patterson as part of last weekend's Braemar Literary Festival. And it was great to get such personal insight into what, for me, is a memoir with which I can closely identify with, particularly in terms of youth and school days. As mentioned there, Don takes on Scottish staples such as class, religion, violence, drink drugs, music, sugar and so much more. While it is a serious examination of his young life, it is also laugh out loud funny in many, many places. The chapter on sugar and sweets is particularly identifiable with a section on tablet which is positively poetic. With a second volume promised, this is easily one of my favourite books of the year. It's called Toy Fights, A Boyhood. It's by Don Patterson and it is out now published with Faber and Faber. We return to the new music now and this is the latest from a former artist of the week. This is Zan Tyler and You're My Muse.
And that was Get Wrong and It's So Easy. Get Wrong is the new project of Naomi Griffin of Martha and Adam Todd of the much-missed Spook School. Their debut self-titled EP will be out in December this year. And before that, you heard the latest single from Zan Tyler called You're My Muse, which follows on from Miniature Oceans. Both singles are taken from Zan's debut solo album, Holding Up Half the Sky, which were promised in March 2024. Unbelievably, it's going to be Zan's first solo album, and it's going to be produced by the great Boo Hurdin as well. Zan's been making music for so long, I was sure she must have had a solo album before now, but they've turned out to be a couple of solo EPs, and of course the numerous collaborations Zan has had over the years, far too many to name now. And now it's time for Ali's Comfort Break, that time in every show where I play you a track longer than those usually played on the radio. And this week, it's the full 7 minutes and 28 seconds of Sun Signature's Apples.
And that was Sun's Signature and Apple's Sun's Signature. 
is the project from Elizabeth Fraser, who you'll know from Cocteau Twins and, of course, many other collaborations, and the percussionist Damon Reese, who has worked with Massive Attack, Spiritualised, Echo in the Bunnymen, and more. The EP, also called Sun Signature, came out last year, but there is an extended version which came out uh, in August of this year, which is well worth checking out. And that is Ali's Comfort Break for this week. Now, a band who I was just getting to know when they've announced that they are splitting up are Six Piece. I'll give you more about that in a moment after you've heard a very appropriate song from them. This is October in brackets in the rain.
First of those two in a row was October in the Rain by Six Piece. And I'll just read you the recent statement from Six Piece, uh, which is over on uh, Twitter or X as it is now. We are devastated to announce that we are ending Six Piece. The last three to four years being in this band has meant everything to us and has truly provided us with some of the best moments in our lives. This isn't something we wanted to do, but unfortunately all things must come to an end. It's been a fun couple of years. We've accomplished things we never thought we would. We wanted to take this moment to thank all of you, anyone who's shown support in literally any way. Some of us will continue making music in the future, but it will not be under the name Six Piece. It's not the last you'll hear from some of your favourite silly Glasgow band. So for one final time, peace out. And it's a real shame, it is to me anyway, because as I say, I've just started to really get into their music that track there is taken from a brilliant uh, six song ep called index fun and i say that because it's got an exclamation mark at the end of it which i really do urge you to check out for yourselves if you haven't heard it already and i'll maybe even play another track from it in future weeks 
And just there you heard the latest single from Edinburgh-based artist and songwriter Jennifer Stewart called Lover. We move on to our featured album for this week, which is Mull Historical Society's In My Mind There's a Room. And from it, this is Wake Up Sally. There's a room Stop being used In my mind there's a candle Stop being fused In my body there's a pulse I'm whispering in her ear In my mind there's a room You burn to hell too soon Burn to hell too soon In my mind there's a room With a book of doom Left awake to reason A hotel out of season This island now Following your car And I'll lead And we'll turn the tide And wake up Sally Your daddy died And got to make it off this island now Following your car And I'll lead and Stop being used in my mind you're a waterfall And lust that falls too soon In my body there's a heart In my mind there's a room In my mind you're a photograph This too fun too soon Too soon And we'll turn the tide And wake up Sally your daddy died Get off this island now Following your power and
And that was Mull Historical Society and Wake Up Sally, taken from our featured album, In My Mind There's a Room. And that's a collaboration with writer Alan Warner. And the whole album is made up of collaborations with different writers. I'll tell you more about it when I play another track later in the show. You're listening to the Scots Hay Show on Cam Glen Radio with me, Ali Braidwood, and now it's our TV recommendation for this week, and it's a bit of a classic movie. I think I've only seen this once before. It's called The Long Roads, uh, it came out in 1993, and it was made for TV, it was made for screen too. It's directed by Tristram Powell, but perhaps more interestingly, it's written by John McGrath, who did The Cheviot, The Stag and The Black Black Oil, and was involved in The 784 Theatre Company and so much more. The cast is a classic of its time as well. One of the lead characters, Peter McVarrach, is played by Robert Urquhart, who you'll know from many, many roles on TV and film. I know best as being the chief of police in Restless Natives. His wife, Kitty McVarrach, is played by Edith MacArthur. And you also have actors such as Kevin McMonagall, John McGlynn, Maureen Beatty and Louise Beatty, the sisters, appearing together. Here's a little bit more about it. Peter and Kitty McVarrach live on a small farm on the Isle of Skye. Kitty runs the house while her husband spends his evenings at the local pub, reminiscing about his early life at sea. When Kitty is diagnosed with terminal cancer, they decide to take one last journey around Britain so that they can say goodbye to each of their five children. I won't tell you any more of that because I think it would spoil it, but it's a lovely film. It's a very moving film and the performances are just superb right across the board. I know John McGrath considered it one of the best things that he had written. It's called The Long Roads and it is on iPlayer at the moment. Next is a band who are newish to me. This is Translation and Days. One step more towards another wall Getting so close to feeling another fall I'm so tired, I think I've seen it all Getting so close to feel nothing at all Because I'm tired of seeing all the same old faces And running around in the same old place so try and find a way to make the days pass by But the more I try, the more I wonder why The more I wonder Same old 
faces and running around in the same old place So try and find a way to make the days pass by But the more I try, the more I wonder why The more I wonder why Following on from their single Hesitate, which came out in January, that was Translation and Days. And now it's time for our Artist of the Week, and it is I Am David Lane, who I'll be talking to after you've heard a track from the current single. This is Maybe Maybe.
maybe, maybe there's not a new sorrow For you at least just think of tomorrow And what's it like? Must be nice after this to be fine That's for me what I can't help thinking If I change it up then things could be different And we'd be fine You and I take it on hand in hand Things are lost in And you've just heard Maybe, Maybe by I Am David Lang. And I'm delighted to be joined by David now. Hello there. How you doing? You good? I'm really good. Yeah, good to see you. So what can you tell us about both songs on the single? Maybe, Maybe, which we've just heard, and then We Lie, which we'll hear later on. Yeah, well, they were both kind of... It was quite funny, actually, the way that they kind of came about. You know, Maybe, Maybe was a song that I had for a number of years, because I mean, this this forthcoming album, we'd kind of planned to put this out, you know, 2017 or something, and it's just ended up kind of through different things. It's just taking the time to actually get it finished, you know, and um, so maybe, maybe it was a song that was has been around really since, you know, the idea came, came around, and, you know, we got to the point where, because there was so much time, if we'd recorded that album then, it would have been so different, the songs on it, because just as time went on, it was kind of like, oh, I don't know how I feel about this one, so let's maybe slot this in. And the other problem is, you know, you're continually writing. Yeah. So things end up, you know, just getting cut. And so maybe, maybe it's been one of the constants. So right. it was always there. And, you know, We Lie was actually, it was a it was the last thing that I wrote for this because we had, I just felt there was one song kind of missing. And the other thing as well is actually this piano behind me, I uh -huh. ended up about that. So I found that my writing was changing a lot. You know, it was, Aye. I went from, because the problem is as well, is I'm a terrible guitarist and piano player. So it's like, do you know, I, I kind of had exhausted all my very basic options on the guitar. So then I swapped it over to the, the piano, you know. So I thought there was one more kind of song that we needed. And um, yeah, just kind of we lie came from that. And it was kind of written retrospectively looking at a situation rather than actually when you're, you're in the moment, you know. I was going to ask you if this was 
a kind of release ahead of an album. So it's really good to to hear that there is one on the way because they really yeah. have an appetite for it. And I was looking back and and the debut was 2015. Is that is that right? Yeah, two, 2015, you know, back when um I was hoping my heart and hair on my head is the thing. So it's <laughs> uh, both both of those are gone now, you know. But it, so it's interesting that you thought, well, 2017, we'll do another one. So you think like a two year gap. And then, and of course, as you say, things, all sorts of things that we kind of got in, in the way of that. Is this a very different album that's coming out? Do you I think, think the one that would have come out in uh, 2017? Do you know, I think based on just the tracks alone, probably. You know, there's maybe, I, it's actually really funny. Before we, we started today, I'd actually found a track list of what it was meant to be. And that was kind of written, I think it was 2018. That was the kind of final list. Mm. I think now out of the 12 songs that are on the album going forward, I think there's, there was five from it, do you know? So it's seven, seven songs have been cut and, and changed into to new ones over the time. So I think thematically it would have still been the same, but it's just the songs of, I don't know. I think you just get scunnered hearing songs over and over again, and then you start writing something else, and you're kind of like, "Well, hang on a second. This could actually maybe work in place because, you know, lyrically it's about the same. Well, basically they're all kind of breakup songs, you know. But it's um, <laughs> the, you know, you just think maybe that's better suited in that particular place, you know, within an album. So that kind of basically, yeah, I think it would have been a a, a diff completely different album, you know. And you did release, if my memory serves me right, you did release an EP, kind of a, a kind of lockdown EP, if you like, didn't you? Yeah, I mean that was the thing. The the initial kind of after the 2017 plans fell away. The plan, you know, we'd ramped up end of 2019. Like, right, okay, let's just get, get tore into this. And um, it's my friend. It's a guy I went to uni with, Stuart Guffey. He's the kind of engineer. He plays guitar on everything, and he's just. You know, he's he's the kind of constant that, that drives everything forward. Because I, the other thing as well is I'm a ridiculously lazy person. Like it's <laughs> uh, it's hard uh, to just constantly. I don't I don't know. It's just getting, you know, just getting things off the ground. I, I find. But my original plan for this album and these songs was just to, you know, almost kind of in the style of Bonnie Vers forever. Like just. Yeah so minimalistic and just record these songs and you know I, I said to Stuart about them and he said he was just like you know you need a band on these and I was kind of thinking well it's not you know they're dead intimate songs to me and he's like that no trust me you need to put a band so he convinced me and convinced me and then that was the plan is we were going to do that kind of end of 2019 start of 2020 and obviously lockdown hit and it, we tried kind of doing the whole kind of back and forward and yep. doing Zoom things like this. And it was just a nightmare. And I get so fed up and I thought, well, I don't want to do anything with these songs because I want them to, do you know, I want the album to be this kind of finished body. So yeah. I'd written just another kind of wee throwaway song and I thought I'll put that on, I'll record that and then just go back over, you know, songs that I've, I've recorded over the years, either my own or with bands and things. So just kind of reworked some stuff and just recorded it over there by the telly and sent it over to Stuart. He kind of gave it a wee polish and then put it out, you know, just really for something to do. Because yeah. I think so many people, you know, 
obviously I, I was fortunate because I've got another job as well but even then you know within I work as a chef as well but within the obviously hospitality nothing was happening either yeah, so absolutely it's so much time just sitting around and it's like what what can I do here so it was just to try and keep almost try and keep yourself kind of match fit as well I think with recording and you know giving yourself that kind of the discipline of you need to you need to be writing here you know so that's kind of how that came about you're saying that you you wanted a band on the album uh, or it was suggested you needed a band perhaps on the album who else is on it how does it work so basically, I I I do most of the the writing for it, and then I'll I'll say to Stuart, and Stuart plays guitar, and then it's another guy, Ryan Ballantyne, that we went to uni with, right. um, plays bass, and then I've got there's two brothers, uh, Scott and Ryan McClucky, the Chicken Brothers, as are known. Um, <laughs> so Scott he plays drums, and Ryan he plays piano. And then it's one of my friends as well, Megan Quinn. She she sings on the the stuff as well. So yeah. it's it's quite good, you know. It's just it's guys that I've known for years, and I'm kind of lucky in the the sense that I've surrounded myself with people who are genuinely better musicians than I could even hope of being, you know. So it's I come in with you know a four chord wonder, and these guys then just elevate it to something, you know, and then. It's it's been a fairly recent addition where Megan's come in and she started singing on it. And again, it just lifts the uh, stuff. You know, all the boys sing and you know, we've been working on some kind of four-part harmonies and things for some of the album tracks. But I think just it gives it a different edge, I think, when you know you've got a, a female vocal on it as well. So it's just it's all I, I would agree. I was listening to the tracks before we started talking again. And yeah, uh, it does, it really does give it a different kind of uh, aspect. The vocals are great. Thanks very much. It's, it's it's a relief. It's always a relief when you hear that, you know. <laughs> yeah, I guess it must be. I mean, especially um, after a while, you know, you if you're thinking, well, I'll get into a routine of maybe doing that. Routine's the wrong word, but get into a rhythm of you know, make writing music, releasing music, and then you know, playing live and all of those kind of things. And to maybe not have been able to do that, to come back in with an album after eight years, uh, yeah, there must have been kind of concerns, I guess. Oh, it's it's been murdered, you know. The the actual <laughs> the, the writing part was, you know, that was fine because I think, you know, you speak to anyone that writes songs or writes any kind of, you know, art, poetry, or yeah. you know, even someone that paints, I suppose. And it's you know, doing the initial thing is fine, but then it's it's the logistics of, you know, because in two thousand and fifteen when the album came out, it, it was good. I had another band we were gigging regularly and. You know, we got an, a nice wee bit of radio play and, you know, one of the things was the Herald did a, a like, top 100 unsigned yep. tracks of the year and four of the songs from the album got in. One of them was in the top 10 and it was kind of like, well, you know, it's just, just, a, just a chance from Guru doing this stuff and, um, you know, it, all of a sudden you're like, right, we've got a wee bit of traction and then for whatever reason, foolishly, I just kind of stopped and wound things down. And the problem is now it's, you know, trying to, I was, I was obsessed on trying to kind of build on this momentum that yeah. we had eight years ago. And it was only until I had the conversation with someone and they're kind of like, well, you know, trying to do that will be harder than just putting it out and just trying to kind of build things up 
again, and that's you know, again, there's there's a whole thing of I think maybe when you're slightly younger as well, you've got that not even arrogance, just a bit more fire in you that this is, yeah. you know, this is all great. Whereas there is a lot of, you know, when you're writing and you're hearing things back, particularly you're singing because it just, you know, your voice just changes the mm-hmm. older you get, and there's a lot of it you're kind of like, I don't know how that sounds, and you know, you're back and forth and. All of it, I think it takes a lot more to finish something now. Do you know, not even necessarily writing, but from a recording and releasing point of view, I think it definitely takes a lot more to be like, right, I'm happy with that than it does because when you're younger, you're kind of like, oh, I don't care. I'm going to, you know, let's just get this done. Then we can go to the pub. Whereas now you're just kind of, you focus on it a bit more. So I think from that and then also just hadn't played a gig I'd, I'd done one gig in 2021, just when we were kind of coming out of the second lockdown. I, I did a support slot and uh, block. But other than that, I hadn't done anything for four years. So we did a, a show last Friday. Yeah. Um, like a kind of hometown thing down in Cleats Bar in Europe. And, you know, before that, it's a pub. Do you know, I'm in there every weekend drinking and you, all of a sudden, you know, you know First of all, when you announce it, you're kind of, is anybody going to come to this? Yeah. It's been so long, do you know, is anybody even interested? And then, you know, five tickets become 10, 10 becomes 20, 20, 30. And then, you know, the worry of nobody's going to show up turns into, oh, my God, people are coming, you know? So then it's kind of, it's, uh, you know, it gets intense and you're looking about. And we ended up selling it out. I mean, it's kind of a small space, but I think yeah. we kind of 80 in, in you know, all of a sudden you're just kind of like, right, okay, well, pressure's on, you know, and it was so nerve-wracking, but the, the reception was great. Everybody seemed to really enjoy it, and it does just kind of give you that, right, let's, you know, let's get another single together and try and get the ball rolling again. But I think it's just hard, and the other problem as well, uh, it's not really a problem, I think it's just as you age, the, the style of music that you write, is do you know it's not kind of it's not indie pop anymore, which I feel that the first one was. It's just it's more. I don't even know how you describe it, but it's just that changes. So then you think is the market different? And basically, what you what you can see is there has been a lot of overthinking to every element of it. You know, I would say that the new songs are, are more reflective than your earlier stuff. You know, they're more. Uh, Gosh, I'm going to use the word mature, I hope you don't mind. There seems to be more mature songwriting in terms of when you're young, you don't have the life experience. Yeah. There's a long time, and especially the eight years that we've had, there is a lot to, to kind of reflect on. But what's yeah. interesting is some of these songs are old songs as well, but yet they still fit into that kind of feeling. Yeah, I mean, I think I think for sure, like, it's just... Naturally, it's I think that you do... You, you know, your writing just progresses for yeah. better, for better or for worse. That is the case. You know, you do just end up. And I, again, I, I don't know if it's a case of your music taste matures as well. So all of a sudden, you know, you're not listening to these kind of indie pop bands that you fixate that I want. That's who I want to sound like. It's it's more just, you know, everything everything kind of changes in that respect. So I think it's just a kind of mixture of, of everything that just makes that happen you know 
And uh, the the gig that you played, you said it was in your local. Were there people there who didn't realise that you were a musician? Was there like regulars that went, "Oh, that's that guy who usually sits in the corner"? Yeah, but I think there was there was a few to be fair, and even you know people that I worked with as well, like you know you know what the hospitality sector's like, the you know staff change yeah, all sure. the time, and um, you know there's people that I worked with that went, no, that, you know you were actually all right, like it's <laughs> it, so it's it was good, you know there was people there that I don't think had heard any of the stuff, but yeah. you know what it's like as well, you know people come and they'll bring a pal and yeah. it's. So it was, it was good. There was definitely some, but just to see, it's just, it was really humbling, you know, to see people, friends, family, you know, just people that you've worked with over the years, everybody coming out to kind of support you. It was just, that was really good as well, you know. And are there any plans to play further live dates? I think so. Again, it's just kind of working out the, the logistics of it, you know. We'd like to probably put another single out before Christmas, so then we were looking at potentially trying to book something up in Glasgow. Um, just do, you know, again, it's kind of just it comes down to logistics of where where yeah. we're going to have it. If we'll put on a show or we'll try and get on somebody else's bill or something like that, you know, and then just finding the right kind of space for it. So we'd like to, though, you know, it's just getting the next single kind of to the same point and then start the whole kind of sending out press releases and things and trying because the other thing as well is we left it very close to the wire for this one like we had we announced the date before the songs were finished so it was like totally you know kind of flying by the the seat of our pants just to to get that out in time um so that's one we're kind of a wee bit more planned we'll hopefully get something in the diary for glasgow and then you know, again, kind of pals and bands that are doing well and yep. looking at, you know, exploring options or maybe, you know, trying to do a couple of gigs together. Do you have a release date for the album or is that still to be decided? That's still to be decided. I, I, initially, it was going to be before Christmas. Um, but the other thing is, as well, we're looking at maybe, I think we're going to get some records made up for it. So right. the logistics of... You know, the lead time for getting things pressed and things just now is wild. So yes, we're, um, we're probably, I say this with confidence, it will definitely be out by next summer is the thing. So hopefully, hopefully looking kind of March, April time, we'll definitely have another single before Christmas. Right. And then it's just looking at how long a kind of lead time and things will be. Is it worth having another single come out after that? And then the yeah. album hopefully to follow. So it should, it will be out. That's the thing. It's done. You know, it's written. It's, it will be out and there's no more changes to it. So it's, it's done, you know, and that's one of the things we were actually discussing. I was speaking to Stuart today and we were looking at the next song because I, I quite liked the idea of for that single there putting out a double A side, which I, I thought was quite good because I think the songs are quite different as well. And, you know, we were talking about maybe doing it again, but the problem is you're then giving away a third of your album before it's even out. So we're looking at, which I'm, I'm actually quite excited to do, is I was just going to put a B-side onto it, just maybe one of the ones that never made the cut, and I'll just record a version of it in here, 
send it over and we'll get get it kind of polished up and put that out alongside it because I love when somebody puts something out and there's a B-side because yeah. you're just, you know, you know that they don't think that it's as good as everything else or it doesn't suit the style of it, which means that nine times out of ten you're getting something completely different. I just, I think there's something magic about B-sides, you know. It's a lot of history, isn't it? I mean, even going back to bands like the Beatles and the Jam and, and the Smiths and, you know, bands who were really had a time when they were really prolific and just, you know, were, were probably writing great songs every day. They had yeah. enough to put them out. And for the real fans, they could become real fan favourites too. Absolutely. And it's just, I think the thing with B-sides as well is that it's almost as if the pressure's off because... You know, you've you've got your, you know, your twelve bangers sorted there in a jar, and yeah. then you've just got. And I think you can be a little more indulgent with it because yeah. it's just. And you know, obviously, the the rest of these songs are all, you know, they've all got a full band playing on them. So I kind of like the idea of just having these extra ones that I can, you know, I can just faff around at the piano or sit with a guitar and just, you know. I think it's just something that because there will be a real chalk and cheese between that and the next kind of more polished and arranged single. So looking forward to it. Well, so am I. And I'm really looking forward to the album. So when it is out, we'll get yeah. you back on and we can talk about uh, some of the other tracks on it. Because I really can't wait for it, David. It should it should be good. Do you know it's it's I think again we were we were sitting uh, the other night we were doing some <clears throat> doing some recording and kind of had it all sitting there you know split into because the good thing about it is if we're going to get some records made up it works really well and it's I didn't really think of it much with the last album but in terms of just sequencing the album it works quite well as a, a story you know the, the album's called We Then Me so it's kind of, you know, half of the album's written from when you're in a relationship and you know that it's, you know, the party's over with it. So yeah. it's kind of the first half is almost we, and then the second's kind of just looking at it retrospectively and you trying to get on with your life out with this relationship. So it's it works well. And, you know, yeah. looking at the songs all written down the other night, I think it is probably the strongest set of songs of, I've ever written and maybe maybe I will write maybe this will be the last dance but it's um you know I'm pleased and I I do think it it will be as as just a finished article it will work you know proper album one that you can listen to from start to finish and it, it kind of makes sense the way it's, it goes through it yeah and I I think that that is I always think it's really nice when that happens I you know agree. I love listening to an album start to find, I mean obviously I use Spotify like everybody else but I love when you get a record and it, it is just you know you you get to the end of side A and it's just perfect because it almost becomes like too many albums you know yeah. because you've got to look at side A finishing strong and then side B starting strong so it's yeah. I, I really like when that happens you know so it's it should be cool you know Excellent. Well, David, thanks so much for taking the time to talk to me. I've really enjoyed it. No, no problem. Thanks, thanks for having me. I hope it's, um, I hope it's not too long until we're we're talking again for the. Yeah, that would be good. I hope so. And seeing you live, I'd like to see you 
playing live again as well. Yeah, for sure. I'll um, I'll let you know as soon as we get a Glasgow date in the diary. I'll um, give you a shout. Something I can let the listeners know all about that. And this is I am David Lang, and we lie.
And that was I Am David Lang and We Lie. And thanks again to David for taking the time to talk to me. And I really am looking forward to the album when it comes out. This is the Scots We Hay Show and my name is Ali Braidwood. And next it's a new single from a Scots We favourite. This is Tail Bleak and I Look Like a Fool to You. What's right on the surface You're quiet so much now Missing your voice I fill the space with meaningless noise I'm staring on purpose And she's holding still Get out the picture and she'd be my girl It's colder this September And I'm And that was Tail Bleak and I Look Like a Fool to You, taken from the EP Pain, which is going to be out later this month. And Tail Bleak's going to be doing some gigs around the UK in November, on the 3rd of November. She's going to be at Star and Shadow in Newcastle. On the 8th, she'll be in Manchester at the Eagle Inn. On the 9th, down in London at the Seabright Arms. And back in Scotland on Saturday the 18th of November in Dundee at Chamber 
East. And there'll be more gig news later in the show. But now it's time for our podcast suggestion for this week. And it's the Coastal Connections podcast, a series of six episodes recorded last year. So you can go and listen to them all right now, or rather when this show is finished. Here's the introduction from the very first episode. Hello and welcome to Coastal Connections, the road to the Isles. The podcast exploring the timelessly alluring appeal of the West Highlands of Scotland. I'm Neil Robertson, a travel writer and blogger living in Loch Arbor. And I'm the producer, Freya. Together we're hitting the hills, lochs, beaches and islands of Loch Arbor to introduce you to the people, stories and wildlife who are rooted in this beautiful place. And we hope we'll inspire you to come here, slow down, sink in and soak up the very special atmosphere and hospitality. And when taken together, all six episodes really do work well as a lovely guide to the West Highlands and what's going on. I really do recommend them. They're a really nice listen. The first one also looks at the traditional music scene in the area and there's chats with Ingrid Henderson and Ian and Charlie McFarlane. It's called Coastal Connections. You can find it on SoundCloud, Spotify, Google Podcasts and Apple and I'm guessing most likely all the other places you get your podcasts from. Now it's a new single from Alex Amour. This is Cherry Blossom Boy.
the love you attracted You stare like a child, there's no innocence here And I bat my lashes completely aware You're everyone's friend and nobody's prize Led me astray like a thief in the night Withdrew your affection until I was hollow You wish me today and you promise tomorrow I don't wanna live like this I'm just a number, I know it, a pit stop in your life I never know where you're going You rock me so gently I twist like a knife and like a manic fool I wanna stay by your side like a disposable pleasure A temporary, a treasure till you're bored Till you find something better I can't stop checking my texts I wanna say something clever
And that was Megan Black and Just For Fun, taken from Megan's EP, Full Circle in brackets part one, which is out now. And before that, you heard Alex Amour and Cherry Blossom Boy, the new single from Alex Amour, who writes brilliant and smart pop songs. Every release is well worth your attention. We return now to the featured album, which is Mull Historical Society's In My Mind There's a Room. And if you've got it on vinyl, it's a lovely double album as well. From it, this is Meltwater. Come, come back to the small crop The croft, little one, where your story had only just begun. And yesterday, it was years before that you came off the boat with your brother. Oh, yeah.
is a room and a song and a dream long gone Gorgeous. That was Melt Water by Mull Historical Society from our featured album In My Mind There's a Room. And here's a little bit more about the album. It's a collection of songs co-written with award-winning authors. Those authors include Jennifer Clement, Liz Lockhead, Alan Warner, as you heard in the first hour of the show, Sebastian Barry, Nick Hornby, Stephen Kelman, Jacqueline Wilson, Ian Rankin, James Robertson, Jackie Kay, who co-wrote that one there, Meltwater, Jason Mott, Val McDermott and Angus McIntyre. Who is Colin McIntyre, who is, of course, Mull Historical Society. He is... Colin's grandfather and his poem is featured on the album as well. It's a gorgeous album. There's some lovely liner notes. Oh, liner notes. Album liner notes. Always good. Which tell you a lot about the project. Too long for me to read out here. I would suggest you get yourself a copy of the album and you can read them for yourself. It's a fantastic project. Beautifully realised in every way. The album is In My Mind There's a Room. It's by Mull Historical Society and it's out now. And now it's time for our pick of the gigs for the coming week. And first of all, Dave Arcari, the fantastic guitar player Dave Arcari, is going to be at Mono in Glasgow on Tuesday the 10th of October. Actually, all the gigs are in Glasgow this week, so just take that as read. On Wednesday the 11th, Spires will be at SWG3. On the same night at St. Luke's, Daytime TV will be on stage. And jumping to Friday at Nice and Sleazy's, Scottish Music Collective presents Wine Mum. And there's going to be support there from Fog Bandits, Cowboys Hunters and Downpour. And in the south side of Glasgow on the same night, Courtney launches her debut EP Fluorescence at the Glad Cafe with yet to be announced special guests. And that's our pick of the gigs for the coming week. And I'm going to play you the recent single from Courtney, which I'm guessing is going to be featured on Fluorescence. This is Eve.
and that was Courtney and Eve released ahead of the EP Fluorescence, which, as I say, is getting launched at the Glad Cafe in Glasgow. And that's all for another week, I'm afraid. You've been listening to the Scots Wahey Show, and I've been Ali Braidwood, and I hope you've enjoyed the show. If you missed any of it, or would like to listen again, head to camglenradio.org forward slash listen again, or you can go to scotswahey.com where all the old shows await you. Next up on Cam Glen Radio is The Spangled Show with Paul Puppet. And also, if you enjoy The Scots Way Show, then I do recommend Lunchtime with Derek McCutcheon every Tuesday between 11 and 1pm because Derek also features a lot of great new Scottish music. I'm going to leave you with a track from The Moth and The Mirror from their 2011 album, Honestly, This World, which still applies today. This is Everyone I Know by Moth and the Mirror. Take care, have a great week, and I'll see you soon.
inspire, entertain, inform and connect people. This station, Cam Glen Radio, is run by a dedicated, passionate and committed team of volunteers and you can be one of those volunteers too. It doesn't matter if you're an experienced broadcaster or if you've never set foot in a studio in your life. We provide all the training and support that you need to do what you want to do and it's a great way of making new social connections, learning new skills, expanding on your CV and just having loads of fun. So to find out more about volunteering with Cam Glen Radio, just email volunteering at healthynhappy.org.uk. Cam Glen Radio, community announcements. Children, young people and their families can now take part in NHS Lanarkshire's new specially designed physical activity videos from the comfort of their own home. Developed with sport and physical activity coaches from North and South Lanarkshire councils, the 